All right. Good evening, everybody. My name is Sean Thiel um, from Ohio, ACB Ohio, and welcome to the Technology Learning Lab event for Thursday, September 17th, 2020. Thank goodness for insert F12. <laughs> so, because I forgot what day it was. So, um, what we're going to do is we did a bit of a discussion. We, well, we did Bluetooth keyboards last week, and um, I want to go over one uh, one thing that uh, I had forgotten about, and that's is because it got me um, on Monday, and so I want to let people know about a feature and how it can potentially cause. Uh, a bit of difficulty. So I'm going to go ahead and now let's see if I if I type on the numbers of my keyboard, let's see if it will pass code um, field. Zero of four values entered. Secure text field. Okay, so I type tap to edit. So I typed the first number and um, it didn't enter it, but it did unlock the screen. Locked. App store. Double tap to open. Okay. So one of the features that we talked about is QuickNav. So I'm going to real quick review uh, review that. QuickNav is how you are able to use the arrow keys um, to, oh, and after I finish up with this little bit, we're going to talk some about iOS 14, not about everything, um, but I'll go over some stuff I figured out and, uh, you know, considering that it just came out yesterday. Um, so I'll cover some things. Um, so going back to the keyboards though, quick nav is what allows you to use the arrow keys to do your equivalent of left flicking and right flicking and your rotor and stuff like that. We turn it on with left arrow and right arrow together. Right now it's off and, and then it's back on. They don't have, they got rid of the prompts. I kind of wish it still, it used, it said, what it was doing, but it doesn't. And um, we can turn our rotor by pressing up and right arrow together. Braille screen input, orientation locked, left portrait, words, speaking rate. And we can go the other way with up arrow and left arrow together. Words. And then our up and down will um, actually move by whatever we've chosen. Now, the reason I'm reviewing this is that because on the web, there is also something called single letter quick nav. Messages. And, uh, let's see. Clock. Speak current location address. All right, you know what we're going to do? Double skip language. English, U.S. Image actions. That's better. Braille screen input. One password. Words. We'll come back to what I, why I did what I did in just a second. Maps. Mail. Safari. Safari. Skip to main content. All right, so we're in Safari, and what single letter quick nav allows us to do is to use our use web page navigation commands similar to, but not all quite the same as JAWS or NVDA, and, um, but they're not on by default. So if we want those on, we have to use the voiceover key and the letter Q together. Voiceover either key either being control and option, um, or if you've done what I've done you've, and you've changed it so that the caps lock key is your voiceover key, you'll do that instead. Single letter quick nav on. Now that one, interestingly, it does tell you uh, what it's doing. So I'm gonna press H. Welcome to Apple This heading level one, main landmark. Getting started with your first Mac, iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, or Apple Watch. Heading level two, latest posts and updates. The accessibility bugs introduced and resolved in iOS 14 and iPad OS 14 for blind and low vision users. Heading level three, visited. What's new in iOS 14? And to go back the other way is Shift H. The accessibility bugs introduced. We can use what's new in iOS 14 and iPad. Level the number three for level three headings. Trending posts. Heading level two. Heading one. That kind of thing. And um. But it, it can be important to turn this off when you go to do something else. So I'll give you two, two instances. Single letter quick nav off. Um, where this got me on Monday is I had single letter quick nav on and I was looking up something on Safari. And then I went to go forward an email. Now, one of the nice things about having a Bluetooth keyboard if you're working with mail 
is that you can do commands for things like con command M for a new message, command shift F for forward, command shift D for send and so on. And I was gonna forward an email and I'm doing command shift F and nothing's happening. And I'm like, what is going on? And I tried this a couple more times and I ended up restarting the phone. And it was only after I did that, that I realized that if you leave single letter quick nav on, you cannot use commands that involve, uh, you know, command and any letter keys. So you have to have single letter quick nav off if you're gonna do that. Um, this also applies if someone is in um, Bard Mobile and they're controlling the um, Braille portion with either a Bluetooth keyboard or a Braille display. You can have both at the same time if you really want to. Um, so you have to make sure that's turned off with um, Q, um, space Q and dot seven. So um, those are both times when you need to make sure that that is turned off. Um, one of the things that I wish they would add to the iPhone, but that they have if you're on an iPad, is that you can do command tab to move between uh, applications that you have open. Um, I, I was hoping that that would be added to iOS 14 and it is not, um, but maybe they'll get around to it, you know, three versions from now or something, or maybe they won't, it's Apple, you never know. So that is the um, quick follow-up I wanted to provide about the um, the Bluetooth keyboards. iOS 14 came out yesterday. Um, it is not perfect yet. Um, there are some bugs and I will mention one or two of them. The one that you'll notice, uh, you may notice right away, is that um, you may notice some lag as you move around. And um, this, is, this, this is fixable, uh, at least in some cases. So what I'm gonna do is I'm 19, going to- 10. What's new in iOS 14 and iPad S14 for blind and deafblind users, heading level three. Image descriptions, screen recognition language. Yeah, we'll come to those in English, minute. US, default. Um, Spotify, Safari. Mail. So what I'm, gonna, what I'm going to what I'm going to do to open. is I'm going to hold the phone and I'm going to swipe a little bit louder than you normally would, so that you can see that it's taken a minute. Safari, Spotify, Safari, Mail, Files, Wallet. Double tap to open. The way that we fix this is now not all voices are going to do this. Um, Fred does not do this, um, and the, but Alex does, and I try to use Alex because he's the easiest for most people to understand. But if you take whatever voice you prefer and you add it as the U.S. English um, language, because you can have a default voice and you can also have a voice of a different language, they can be the same. And in this case, what you would need to do is, so for example, Alex is my default. So what I did for this demonstration is I went into, um, I went into settings, like voiceover, head, voiceover recognition, audio, commands, activities, rotor, command, audio, verbosity, voiceover, braille, speech, button, voice, Alex, button. So that's the, de he's the default voice. Pronunciation, pitch, use, if you go further voice, down, rotor line, English, US, Alex, button. So what I did is I English, added him UK, again. Siri female, but English, Ireland, Siri male, button. I added him again and um, switching to this, this other version of him. Edit, image descriptions, screen recognition, language, English, US. So now if I do the same thing, English, English, add new, add new, add new language, but detect language. So now we've got our responsiveness back. Um, I don't know why this works, and this was something that um, was pointed out on AppleViz. So thank goodness to them for figuring that out. Um, so 
I think what I'm going to do for the moment is just stay on English US and then move that to whatever voice I'm looking for until this one gets resolved. Um, so now de depending on the voice though, that bug may be, that delay may be longer or shorter. I have not tried it, for example, with one of the Siri voices yet. So that is something to be aware of. Um, that, that's definitely something to be aware of. So um, one of the things that I really um, not like is that um, they have been added a feature called App Library. And what App Library does, because I actually went and I found a mainstream article because one of the things I thought I remembered hearing was that the app library could present your apps in alphabetical order, but it was not doing that um, until I figured out how to do it. But let's just let me describe what the app library is and um, why you might be interested. So if you think about on a computer, all of the apps on your computer are either going to be in the all apps view, there are some that are in that little tile area. If we're talking about Windows 10, you've got some of them um, that may not show up uh, in the all apps, but they'll show up there. But your start menu is basically where all of your apps are going to be. But your desktop is only going to have some items. You can take things off. You can add things to it. And um, so up until iOS 14, your home screens and the various pages of the home screens were like the all apps menu. If an application wasn't on there, it wasn't on your device. Um, now what Apple has done is with app library, this app library is where now where every single app is on your device. So what this means is that you can, if you want, you can take applications and you can take them off of your home screen, screen dimmed, but not necessarily take them completely off of your phone. So that's the first thing. And let me actually demonstrate this for you. Reminders. So let's find Double page two or five shopping folder, voice assistance folder, fear. Dystopia, beta, fear. Double tap to open. Let's pick on fear. It's not a game I actually want to get rid of, but we'll pick on it. So I'm going to flick down. Edit mode. And double tap for edit mode. Started editing. And if I flick down again. Delete. Now watch what we have. Alert. Move fear to app library or delete the app. Moving the app will remove it from the home screen and keep all of its data. Delete app button. Move to app library button. And as it said, moving the app will remove it from the home screen and keep all of its data. It will remove it from the home screen and will keep the app and its data. Now I'm going to actually hit cancel. App because cancel I don't actually want to get rid of that one. Add widget button. And I don't want to do Add that widget either. Button. I'm actually going to find. Add widget button. Done button. Finish that. Done. I'm actually going to find the, the done button. Utility. And um, <clears throat> now. One of the things that you can also do in iOS 14 is you can add widgets to the home screen. I have not figured that out yet. And because I have not figured it out yet, I'm not going to talk about it because it's not fair to y'all to try and talk about a feature that I haven't figured out yet. I'm not going to bumble around trying to figure it out with you guys. So when I get more used to that, we can come back to it on another um, topic. Um, some of y'all have figured out also that um, I generally show up a couple minutes early, so um, you may either get a preview of a topic or depending on what we talk about, that could end up being the topic. So um, I just, I don't like to show up right on time and then maybe have something break. So uh, some people have found that coming early is a, good, is a handy thing to be doing. So just a thought or just something to think about. So the, um, the app library, like I was saying, you can choose now 
two, you can do two things. You can take, well, a number of things. You can, as I just showed you, take things off of your home screen, but have them still be accessible to you in the app library. And we'll talk about how to get there in a second. Um, the other thing you can do, one of the other things you can do is you can choose whether newly downloaded applications will be added to your home screen or you can just have them added to the library and they don't have to go onto your home screen. And um, as the article I was reading pointed out, the guy said, I don't like having to flip through all of my home screens just to find an app I just downloaded. And that's the case for me. I have six pages of apps. And by the way, I was very confused when I was using iOS 14 and it started saying page one of five. And I was like, wait a minute, I had six pages of apps screened in. What has happened is that in iOS 14, um, it, well, in iOS 13 and below, the today view where your widgets are was considered page one by voiceover. That is now not the case. It is its own separate entity. So when you, so now what you used to hear as being page two of six is now going to be page one of five, which I think makes a lot more sense because you, you had, uh, you know, those, the, even though the other one said page one, it wasn't really apps. So they've, as they've been rethinking this idea of, um, where apps can live and how you work with them. They kind of decide, they must have decided, hey, let's actually just make page one to voiceover the same thing as it is for sighted people. So I'm glad they did that. It is, it is, once you understand it, it's less confusing. But when you first see it, you're like, what in the world happened? So that's, uh, that's something I noticed right away. And I thought, what, what, did I lose apps? What's going on? So if that happens to you after you update, then you may see that. And actually, and let's talk about updating. Um, I truly believe everybody should go on to various things like the AppleViz website, the Mosin at Large podcast. Um, read about what's new. Read about what the bugs are and the comments. Some of the comments are useful. Some of them are not as useful. And there are some people that every single time there's an update, they'll complain about the same thing not working that they, they complain about every time. But there are some useful things in there. So before you do this update, read as much as you can about what's going on. Um, so that you can make an informed choice because it is very difficult and depending on if, and it may be impossible to go back. Um, it may be possible to um, you do a backup with a computer and roll back, but you can't really count on that either. Um, backups used to contain your applications, older versions of your applications and Apple took that away. So, um, just because something gets back, has been backed up in the past in your encrypted iTunes backup, don't expect that it will always stay that way. This is Apple. They change stuff and they don't always tell people they change stuff. Sometimes they just change it. So um, I would recommend if you haven't updated and if you're not somebody who is comfortable doing that, um, I would wait a while. Don't just do it because it's what the cool kids are doing. This is not a time when you want to, you, when you necessarily want to fit in unless you're somebody like me who really wants to learn about it. I'm actually surprised I haven't gotten too many squawks <laughs> yet about why isn't this working? I updated. Um, it's nice because I'm actually able to figure it out. Um, there are, and, and there were one or two people that I already have known for quite a while that I said, hold on, <laughs> you know, hold on, because I don't know exactly uh, how, the, and especially new users shouldn't be updating yet. Um, definitely shouldn't be updating if you're fairly new. So just some things to be aware of. So back to the app library, which I know is where I started. So 
here is the thing um, that I found most interesting about the app library. So the first couple of pages, I have five, well now five pages of apps. And the first two pages are pretty organized. There's quite a few folders. My first page is um, apps that I want to really have quick access to. So there's not a ton of folders on that page, but it's all the important stuff. And then from the other two, other couple of pages, I just gave up. I was like, I, I, I can't, there's, there's too many now. And I just, <laughs> I just gave up. And uh, apparently that is not uncommon because the uh, person who wrote this article and I, I didn't actually catch the, the website, but it's one of the first things that you find if you were to look up the app library. Um, it, um, he said the same thing. He said the first couple of pages are organized and then the rest just kind of got, you know, <laughs> left to do whatever they were going to do. Um, what's really awesome is you can actually hide those. Because the app library has every app that is on your device, no matter where it's located, you can hide um, pages of your home screen, those pa those pages of clutter that you have where you just didn't, you know, you, you didn't bother. Some people have apparently endless, infinite patience and time and possibly no life and have their phones um, organized into, you know, just crazy amounts of uh, awesome. And that's, that's great. Uh, I knew somebody who, um, alphabetized everything, including every app in their folders and all of the phone dock icons. And I was just like, okay, I do not have time for that. Um, so the app library is for those of us who don't have time for that. It's a way of, of organizing things. So how do we get to the magical app library? Well, what we're gonna do is- 19, 25. We're gonna unlock my phone. Yes, my phone's in 24 hour time. We're going to unlock my phone. ID folder, seven apps. Double tap to open. Row one, column one, page two of five. So Top this of is screen, page double two tap of to open. five. So I'm going to swipe to the left with three fingers. Page three of five, name sheet. Page four of five, Google Voice. Four, page five of five, Google Home. Five. App library, search field. And now we get to the app library. So... Suggestions, App Store, double tap to open. What's gonna happen is there are folders that are always here called Suggestions and Recent. So suggested apps, and I haven't figured out when they decide what goes here. Settings, launch, Spotify, recently added, translate, double tap to open. Translate is a new application that comes with iOS 14 where you can, um, you can type or you can translate text between language languages. I have not even played with this yet. Noteface, double tap to open. Noteface is an application. I'm still evaluating that um, it can put notes on your lock screen. It does this by using notifications from the Reminders app, uh, something I'm still kind of playing with. Google Voice, recently added folder, eight apps. Double tap to open. So, like I said, that folder is the is always going to be here. Recently added. Social messages. Double tap to open. So now you have folders that are grouped into categories based on where they are in the app store, and you're going to see um, there's like three or four applications that are in the folder. Twitter recently updated. Bond touch. Social folder. Sixteen apps. Double tap to open. So there's actually 16 apps in my social folder, but only three of them are, are showing. And I don't know if it's because of how often they're used or, or I don't know what the criteria is. Productivity and finance, mail, no unread emails, Zoom. Capital One, recently updated. Productivity and finance folder, 46 apps. You are lying Double if tap you say to open. I've got no unread emails. I've got so many emails. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm wondering if application badges are working correctly. They're supposed to be showing, but that doesn't look right. Now, 
what I would like to see and what others have commented is it would be great if these um, areas could be eventually divided into headings. Um, I'm not sure if the containers option on the rotor would do it because I, um, I got rid of those. Uh, I got rid of that option. Utilities, Safari, Noteface, File Browser, Utilities Folder, 37 apps. Double tap to open. Okay, so you get the idea. There's there's quite a few in here, um, and you can't. But remember, we all. I also said that where you know I thought it was supposed to be alphabetical, and where did that go? Well, here's where that went. I'm going to tap with four fingers near the top of the screen. App library search field. App library search field. App library search field. Okay. Accuradio, ACB link. So what happens is, um, did it bring up the keyboard? H. Oh, delete. it did. It didn't. It didn't say is editing. Maybe it will eventually. But it what it does is, um, if you don't type anything, it will then show you all of your apps. ACB link. Accuradio, Acrobat, APO, Ira. In alphabetical order. So it is possible to do that. It's just. It's not intuitive until you realize that's what you're supposed to do. Um, so that is where you can, um, that's where you can do that from, is, is you can actually go like you're going to type into the search box. App library, search field, cancel button. I'm going to hit cancel. Cancel. App library, search field, suggestions, app store, double tap to open. And if you go into an application. App Store, today, Thursday, September 17th, heading. And you go home. App, Spotify, settings, double to doist. Okay, so it does, open. okay. I wasn't sure if it was gonna put me back in the app library or if it was going to um, take me back to the first page of my home screen. Cause I could have swear one time it actually did put me back Alert, in the app battery. library. Look, close button. Yes, yes, I know. Thank you. Um, app library, search field. Oh, it is. Okay. Suggestions, app store. Double tap to open. So if I want to go back to the home screen, I'm going to go home again. Google Home, recently updated. Double tap to open. Okay. <clears throat> so that's cool. That's how you get to the app library. But I want to go ahead and hide those other pages of apps that I don't want to see. So pages three through five, I know I don't want. Page four or five, Google Voice. Page three or five, name cheap. Page two or five, ID folder, seven apps. Double tap to a phone. And I don't Page really think five. it matters where I do this from. Safari. Double tap to open. By the way, that little sound there is one of the new things that you can add. So what you can do is if you go into the verbosity settings of VoiceOver, um, you can choose, instead of hearing actions available all the time, you hear mail, 130 unread emails, double tap to open. Like a knocking sound instead. I don't know how well that comes through or not. But it takes less time. There's actually less pause between when it finishes speaking and when you hear that sound. So I am really enjoying this feature a lot. Safari. Anyway. Double edit mode. Flick down, double Start Started editing. And if you want to um, hide the pages of your home screen, what you have to do is touch. Light 306, page one of six, adjustable. Double tap to hide pages. Swipe up or down with one finger to adjust the value. Ah, I, if I had been paying attention when I did this about an hour ago, I would have realized this is what I was supposed to do. So you find the page indicator and you double tap on it. Home screen page hiding. Page one of six. Adjustable. Okay. And then what you need to do from here is put your finger on the screen near the middle. Page two. Visible. Page two. Visible. Page... Page four, visible. Page two, visible. And then you're going to find as you, as you slide down the screen, you're going to find that you have in a vertical list, you have the list of pages that are 
and whether they are visible or hidden. So what I'm going to do... Page two, visible. Page five, visible. Page two, Maybe visible. it's not, maybe it's not actually um, vertical, but I think I should be able to flip between them now. Page three, visible. Double tap to hide page. Page three, hidden. Page four, visible. Page four, hidden. Page five, visible. Page five, hidden. Page five. Now, let's see if it does what it did before. Add widget, button, done, button, done. A-R-R-I-S dash E6, When I reminders. did this before, double you, tap to open. You stop reading that, that's not helpful. Row four, column two, home, page one of two, center of screen. When double. I did this before, the first time I did it, I got an alert box that said, it said, um, it basically said app libraries and downloads. It was basically telling me that any apps I downloaded now, because I've hidden pages of the home screen, are going to show up in the app library under that recently added uh, area that we saw a second ago. Um, unfortunately, I could not find the text of the alert or the dismiss button. I had to do a two-finger scrub to make it go away, and I really don't like to do that without reading them. But it would not let me. It wouldn't let me do anything else. So, and I was kind of hoping it would would do that same thing again. And of course, nope, not it didn't because it's of course it didn't. That's what I when I wanted to do something, it's not going to do the thing I wanted to do. So, what we've got now, alarm. Reminders. Is we have page two of two. ID folder. Seven apps. So now Double we have to open. page two of two. My noise. Fear. My noise. Page two of two. And Adjusted. those are the last two on that uh, on that page. So I was really happy. I said, okay, I hid those three pages. Now, what do I do if I want to actually get rid of an application that I want? I like this ability to be able to put my applications in order because I have way more applications on my device than I should because I don't go always go through and delete them uh, because of the the way the home screens ended up. So now I've gotten that clutter out, but had clutter out, but how do I then fix this? So I'm going to go back to the app library again. This one I'm still kind of trying to work through. Showing app library, app library, search field. App library, search field. T. Oops, I didn't want to type. Delete, delete T. So it's Accuradio, Acrobat, Accuradio. Yeah, let's get rid of Accuradio. I don't really listen to that right now. So I'm going to swipe down. English, UK. English, no, US. Apparently, I'm not going to do Acrobat, that. Accuradio. Headings, hints. Headings, language, braille screen, and image descriptions. Actions, there we go. Drag item. Flick down. Started editing. Add widget button. Now, when I do this, for some reason. Fear is edited. Page two of three. Fear. Dystopia. Flip type is editing. Double tap and hold to perform move by hold and drag. Dystopia is editing. Fear is editing. Double tap and hold to perform move by hold and drag. Okay, but where did that app go that I was hanging on to? I don't want to actually. Stop editing app. Delete. Add to drag session. Delete. Okay, which one is it wanting to? Page two of fear is edit. Dystopia is editing. Beta. Okay. Double tap and hold to perform move by hold and drag. All right. Let's stop editing apps. Stop editing apps. editing. Utilities folder. Thirteen apps. One new item. Page three of three. My noise. Page three of my noise. Okay. Double tap to open. All right. So what happened is. When I, so I, it, what happened is that I I stopped editing apps. It took the um, my noise, which was the last thing on that page two, and it moved it over. Page two of three, Accuradio. And there's Double Accuradio. Tap to open. That's probably that I. There probably was a better way to actually like tell it to delete that, but I'm still trying to figure out the best way to do it. But now that I've got that. Edit mode. If I go to edit mode. Started editing. And delete. Alert. Move Accuradio to app library or delete the app. Moving the app will remove it from the home screen and keep all of its data. Delete app button. Move to app library button. And actually, yeah, I'll delete the app because I know I've got this in my password manager. So I'll just delete app it. button. And, uh, Alert. Delete Accuradio. Deleting this app will also delete its data. Cancel button. 
Delete button. Add widget button. Finish editing. Add widget. Add widget button. Add widget. Yeah, there is button. a done 19, button. 38. Games folder. 20. ARRIS app. Games folder. 23. Games folder. Okay. 23 at 20% 20 battery. All right. It already finished. Sometimes there's a done button and you can't always click to it. Um, so I'm still learning how 19, that works, but status, shopping, I, like the ability, I like the ability to <clears throat> see all of my apps in alphabetical order and choose to delete one from there and not have to worry about which page of the home screen it's on. If I want it gone, I want it gone. I don't care where it lives. I just want it gone. So I'm excited about that. I'm still learning it. I'm sure I'll get better with it. Um, that's one of the things that you can do. Um, you can now control whether VoiceOver reads the description of pictures in different places. So you'll notice when I was going through the rotor, it said image descriptions. Um, so you can turn that off and it will actually turn off. That was supposed to be something you were able to do in iOS 13 and it never quite did it. Um, so you get different descriptions. Um, there's also something that can take an app that's less accessible and try and make it more so. And I don't have a demo of that yet. I have to find an app that is, um, you know, broken enough to, because usually if I don't, if I can't get started with an app, I get rid of it. So I'll have to find a good demo app. Uh, but I have seen it demonstrated. Actually, if you want to look to hear it demonstrated, if you go um, and look at, uh, Mosin at Large, which is Jonathan Mosin's podcast, the very latest episode uh, that came out yesterday, um, he, uh, I think it was an app called Eat Doctor that he was playing with, and the initial intro screen was completely unusable, and using this, this um, screen recognition feature, uh, he was able to um, get through the intro screens and then get to a point where it did work a little bit better. I don't know. It's not on all devices. Um, I'm still kind of figuring out, we're still kind of figuring out as a community, really, which devices work with it, which devices don't. Um, some people say, you know, people say different things. Um, so we're still kind of working Screen through data. that. Um, it also does beg the question, okay, if, you know, we still need developers to make stuff accessible, but uh, you can at least go, you know, maybe get through and figure out whether the app is worth, you know, having around. So I, that's something that will be interesting to play with um, and see what, what happens with it. It's just now kind of getting started. Um, and it's funny because when I was in the beta, when I was reporting a bug and they said, are you using screen recognition? And it's not on the iPad. So I was like, I don't even know what it is because <laughs> I hadn't seen it yet and I hadn't heard about it. So, all right, let's go ahead and see um, what questions y'all have because um, I'm at a, a good point to to take questions right now. So if you want to, Raise your hand, Alt Y, Star 9, Option Y, and the More button on your phone. I see you've got. All right, uh, Jeff, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask you to unmute your microphone. Okay. Um, this whole thing about putting your, um, you know, shortcuts in folders. I don't really understand the purpose for it because I mean I don't. Do not disturb. Call the notifications. App. Do not disturb. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Sorry, I touched. I don't, really through, I don't page through all of them. I just tell Siri to launch whatever I want to go to. Um, I rarely page through them, you know, to actually find one to double tap on it. Okay. I always just typically just use Siri to, to launch launch the app. So and for most, I myself don't really. And in most cases, really that's going to be fine. It. There are some apps. For example, there is a, a news RSS reader called Leary. It's pronounced Leary, but it's spelled L-I-R-E. And a lot of people were having trouble getting Siri to open it reliably. Um, so there are occasionally applications like that where – just telling Siri to open them just doesn't work. So 
if Siri is allowing you to open all the applications that you use most frequently, then you don't have to worry about any of that stuff if you don't want to. It just depends okay. on how you use your device. Um, if, you, if you're having good results, then you can ignore everything I've said and keep doing what you're doing. Um, so is it possible to rename uh, one of those shortcuts for the app? Um, well, when you're, when you're telling Siri to do it, it's not a, it's not a shortcut. Um, you're actually telling Siri to open it. Whether you, can, whether you can create a shortcut that opens a name and give it like a clever phrase, an alternate phrase, I don't know. That's a good okay. question, though. Um, that's something I should look into. Um, but you, you can't, we, we can't physically go and change the name. Of, no, you, of, no. Uh, as far as I know, it's not okay. possible to do that. Okay. So um, I don't know if you have an Apple TV, but have you heard what changes uh, TV 14 has? Um, I do not have one. Uh, there is a post on Apple Viz that is um, one that says Apple releases tvOS 14 um, that should be able to explain it to you um, okay I don't, I don't have access to one anymore okay um, so you know you you know as much as I do at this point on that one and then there was one time going back a while you were using a, a jaws voice that sounded pretty good that you said it's not really uh, released much anymore. Uh, do you recall what that was? Yes, that is, um, it is uh, Vocalizer Direct is what they called it. And it's a voice named Jill. And uh, Nuance, the company that makes it, has actually um, said they retired the voice. I don't know why. Um, but Freedom Scientific still has it on their, um, on their website. So you have to choose Vocalizer Direct in your category of voices. And then you also have to go in and add it in the utility synthesizer and manager, the, the synthesizer and braille manager, because they, they assume that you're only going to want to use the really fancy ones. And so if you want to use the older ones, you have to work a little bit to get, to get those going, but it is possible to do that. Okay. Does it do well regarding pronunciation of names, like foreign names? Um, I don't use it that often enough to know. I mean, all of, I mean, that's that's a that's a tough one because all text to speech engines are going to butcher some foreign names. So I right. mean, none of them are, are are perfect. Eloquence is at least consistent. Um, at if it's going to butcher something, it's going to do it in a way that is you can kind of figure out what it's going to do. Um, one of the problems I have with some of the more natural sounding voices is that because they are stringing together sounds that are, you know, phonemes, sounds in English, uh, sometimes the things they do are completely weird. There was a time when <clears throat> one of the versions of Samantha would say Torado instead of Tornado for no reason. So... <laughs> Uh, I, I don't, you know, I, it, that's a tough one because they're all going to butcher foreign things in different ways. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay, I appreciate your time. Thanks very much no for doing problem. this again. All right, Dan, I'm going to... Oh, you're already unmuted. Okay, cool. Uh, I got two questions. Uh, will iOS 14 run on iPhone 8 Plus? That's one of my questions. And the other one was I kind of got lost on your description, um, if a person starts with the main uh, you know, page one home screen in mm -hmm. iOS 14, how do, you, how do you get to the app library from there? What you're going to do, well, okay. Yes, you will run on the iPhone 8 Plus. Um, it will run all the way back to the 6S, and it will also run on both versions of the iPhone SE, both the 2016 and the 2020 versions. Um, so that, uh, that should help people figure out whether it will work on their devices. So all you need to do, and this is not available on the iPad, um, which explains why I couldn't find it during the beta test, because it it's not something they've added to the iPad. 
presumably they think as the article I was reading was saying, presumably they, the screen's big enough. They don't need it. So what all you're going to do is 1949. You're going to go. ID folder. The app Seven. library is past your last page of apps. So in my case, well, now I have two. I had five, but I hit a couple of them. So basically. Row one, column one, page 202, top of screen, double tap. If I go open. past page two. App library, search field. There is the app library. So it's after your last page of apps, whether that be page two or four or whatever it is. Oh, okay. So in other words, if you're swiping on the page indicator, you're eventually going to hit app library. Is yes. Right? Or if you're swiping with three fingers to the left or to the left, uh, you should hit it either way. Let me actually just, let me test the ID page indicators because I don't normally use that. Let me just try that. Home, page one of two, page one of two, adjustable. At page two of two. Showing app library, utilities, utilities folder. Search. Yes, that does work. Okay. And then uh, uh, regarding uh, alphabetizing of the apps in the library, uh, once you open it for the first time, are all the apps uh, by default uh, alphabetized? No, they are not. In order to do, like, when you first come into it, they're organized by categories. So if you want alphabetical, what you have to do is you have to... Suggestions to App Store, App Library, Search Field. App Library, Search Field. You have to double tap on the search field like you're going to type something in. And actually, you can type something in if you really want to. Um, and once you've done that, once you've typed something, if you flick to the right, cancel button, section index, adjustable, swipe up or down with one finger to adjust the value, a blind legend, ACV link. So you, now that, now they are in alphabetical order and you also have headings. Actions, so you can image description, language, headings, B, heading, I, heading, H, G, F, Now why heading. it went, when I moved by headings, why it went from A to B to I, I don't know. If I flick back up and then it goes, the, it goes backwards to where it should have been. There are some definite scrolling issues on this screen. But yeah, you have to basically pretend to search for something and then the alphabetical stuff happens. Okay, you, pre you, you, you pretend to search, you type one letter. Nope, you don't even have to type any letters. Okay, you just open it. You just double tap uh, the search box. Mm -hmm. And if nothing is entered in, then your alphabetical list of apps will happen. Oh, okay. Yeah. After you cancel, after you cancel, right? A after you've double tapped on it. There was a cancel button because let's say I had clicked on it by mistake and I actually wanted to go back to the categories of things then I would hit the cancel button. But if you, if you go in the search box and you type, you, you double tap and go into it and then you flick to the right past the cancel button, then you'll find your, auto, your alphabetical list of apps. Oh, uh, okay. All right, thank you. No problem. Doria, I'm gonna go ahead and, un and uh, unmute you here. What was it you said was not on the iPad? The app library that I've been talking about uh -huh. um, is not on the iPad. Um, I think the main point of the app library is for, for people on a smaller phone screen, because you can't fit as much on the screen Screens as you in. can on an iPad, it's easier to get lost and not remember where things are. And so, but maybe they, they I'm hoping they will put that on the iPad if it's something that would be helpful. But right now um, it's, it's not possible to do that on your iPad. You just have the home screens the way you always have. Okay. But 14 will be on the iPad. Yes, 14. Do you know what iPad you have? Uh, I have a light. Um, uh, I don't know. It's, is is uh, it pretty new? I, I got it what, about three years ago. Yeah, I would think it should still... I think it still works. I'd have to look up the um, uh, I'd have to look up the list of uh, devices, and we'd have to know which one you have. But it will probably be on there. Now, as a person with low vision, um, do you use the um, the um, smart invert 
feature and the the you know white on black and stuff no it's, i'm i'm new at this and I, i'm trying to you know i have an android phone and an ipad so um you're trying to learn how to switch yeah. yeah every day i learn something new but i and i'm i'm i ordered the keyboard because my fingers don't work ah uh. And that would really help because when you go to voiceover, it doesn't, it, it, it won't read right. Yeah. Yeah. Voiceover, voiceover. If you're, if you are somebody that wants low, that's low vision and just wants a little bit of speech, voiceover is kind of too much, but then there's also, there's speak screen and speak selection, but they may not give enough. So it's a hard balance to strike there. But when I'm in voiceover, it won't move. The screen doesn't move. Ah, you need to take three fingers to scroll the screen when voiceover is running. You don't have as many touch points in, in, on an iPad. Yeah, you still, if you, but when voiceover is running, if you, you want to scroll your screen, you're going to use three mm. fingers to drag. Okay. And that will scroll your screen. All right. Thank you. No problem. Let's see, Roberta, I'm going to see if I can ask you to unmute here, if it, if it will show a prompt on your screen. Yes. There you go. The widgets, um, I've never used them. Can you kind of explain a little bit more about what they are and what they do? Yeah, widgets are a way of getting information such as, so there are different applications, weather or news, um, your batteries, like if you have other devices connected to your phone, there's a widget for those. Um, there's a widget for Verizon to tell you how much data you've used. There's all kinds. Of, it's information that apps can provide you without you needing to necessarily go into the app. Um, that's that's basically uh, what they what they are. And to get to it. Um, it is a one finger swipe or three finger swipe to the right from the first page of applications. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. I will see you guys.